Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to another episode of Simple Roots Radio. Today we have a special podcast guest, my sister, Whitney. Woo! <laughs> And today we're going to start the series on breaking down your most embarrassing health questions and what my answers are to those. So we're going to get started. We're going to break Whitney in with these embarrassing health questions because she's seen them. She's a little worried. I'm very worried. (laughs) About what we're going to be talking about here. But we're going to start with a simple one and it's on bad breath. So Whitney, ask the reader's question. Okay, this question is from Amanda. I am embarrassed to seek help, but I suffer from bad breath and I can't get it to go away. I've tried all the stops and still nothing works. Help. Okay, first, bad breath is like a phobia of mine. Do you ever worry that you have bad breath? And my husband tells me every time I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been worried that I have bad breath. And it's like a huge point of shame when my kids tell me that I have bad breath. But bad breath actually has a medical term and it's called halitosis. And there's 50 million people in the United States who suffer. So they say about one in every five or 10 people actually suffers from chronic bad breath. We're not talking about temporary bad breath. But did you know that gum and breath mints and mouthwash can actually make it worse? No, I did not. Would that is that what you would do if you had bad breath? Um, probably mouthwash, yeah. Mouthwash. Okay, mouthwash can actually make it worse, and we're going to talk about it in a second. But the main culprits to bad breath actually has to do with bacteria that's like lining your mouth and your nasal tract and your tonsils and throat. It can also come from your stomach. But any kind of body odor is simply caused by bacteria. So it's a buildup of bacteria in your body. Um, And there's a lot of things that can cause it, and there's actually different types of smells that relate to different (laughs) problems in your body, some of which need to be taken seriously. Here's the types of bad breath. A cheesy smell, which indicates your bad breath has a nasal origin. A fruity smell may indicate uncontrolled diabetes. A fishy smell may indicate kidney disease or an increased urea levels. An acidic smell can be a sign of asthma. A scent of ammonia can indicate kidney problems. A sweet, musty odor may signal liver cirrhosis. A fecal odor may point to a bowel obstruction. (laughs) How's that for you? (laughs) Okay, so those are the different types. But I just feel like, how do you know what type of smell? Unless someone's going to tell you. You want to smell mine. No, I don't (laughs) want to smell your breath. But really, I mean, you would have to go and get that diagnosed, right? I mean, I don't think you ever walked up to someone and said, oh, you have a fishy smell to your breath. I feel like you can smell sinus breath. Like, I can tell when people have sinus breath. And that's pretty bad. (laughs) Okay. So there's also, on top of that, they've indicated at least 12 different types of bad breath. And these are coming from different areas. So there's tonsil breath, sinus breath, lung breath, gut breath, metabolic breath, diabetes breath, drug breath, liver breath, menstrual breath, drug-induced bad breath, and halitophobia, which is the fear of bad breath when you actually don't have bad breath at all. This may be me. 1% of the population has this phobia. This may be me. But we're going to kind of break them down because did you know there were so many types of bad breath? No. No. Okay, so tonsil breath obviously is due to tonsillitis, or which 30% of the causes are caused by bacteria. Sinus breath, which you talked about. Lung breath can be caused by lower respiratory infections. Gut breath, and I think this is where a lot of the hurdles come from, is just the foods that we're eating, and food intolerances can cause bad breath. Um, GERD, so acid reflux. 
bloating and gas, and then constipation can cause bad breath too. It's like the lack of movement in the right direction can cause it to <laughs> come back up. Down. It's coming up. <laughs> it's coming up. <laughs> then you have metabolic breath, and with the whole rise of ketosis, this can actually cause your breath to smell worse. So it's basically what you're burning can change the smell that you emit all throughout your body and in your breath. So ketones can, and even hunger breath. So if you skip meals, your breath is actually going to smell worse. So you need to be eating to help your body to use the right amount of bacteria, but skipping meals reduces saliva, which you're going to find in all of these is that a reduction in saliva can be one of the leading culprits in bad breath because saliva helps to to reduce the amount of bacteria there. So people who are like mouth breathers, which I apparently found out at our holistic dentist that I'm a mouth breather, that I don't shut my mouth enough. <laughs> Stranger Things fans know what mouth breathers are. <laughs> but it's a TV show. You don't watch it. <laughs> well, there you go. Tongue scrapers. Tongue scrapers. We're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, but that can help with your back, you know, oral health, which obviously at the top of all this is oral health that I forgot to mention. It's just poor oral health. Flossing, brushing, tongue scraping. Did you tongue scrape? Yeah. Every day. Do you really? Yeah. I'm surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have metabolic breath, diabetes breath, <laughs> which if you have diabetes or un uncontrolled diabetes, then you probably have acidosis breath, drug breath, which is caused by things like smoking and excess alcohol, which both can cause a reduction in saliva. And that's why mouthwash doesn't work because in mouthwash, it's over 30% alcohol and the alcohol actually prevents saliva. It kills bacteria, but it, it reduces the amount of saliva and the reduction in saliva causes an increase in bacteria. So that's drug breath. Then we have menstrual breath. And I don't, I didn't realize this until I started studying it, but your breath smell will actually change as you're menstruating and it all has to do with hormonal fluctuations. But researchers indicate that bad breath in women tend to increase before and during their period. Also, again, they found is that they have lower saliva levels during menstruation as well. So interesting. And the more out of whack your hormones are, the worse your breath is going to smell due to that. Then you have drug-induced bad breath, so these are be like prescription drugs and other things. And then, of course, the fear of bad breath. But one thing that wasn't on the list that I did a little bit of studying is sleep apnea can cause bad breath. So if people go through all of this and they've kind of eliminated where their bad breath could be coming from, they say you should get checked for sleep apnea because even though you don't realize you have sleep apnea, bad breath can actually be a sign of sleep apnea. And it's, again, because, as you guessed it, what have I talked about the whole time? A reduction in... Saliva. Saliva. The mouth breathing. You're drying it out. So how do you fix it? So a lot of people turn to mints, gum, mouthwash. But as we said, mouthwash actually makes your mouth more dry, which causes an increase in bacteria. Not to mention mouthwash, like the purpose of it is to kill all the bacteria. And so it does that temporarily. But when your mouth repopulizes, if you're not eating the right foods or you're eating something you're sensitive to or you have poor oral hygiene, you're going to repopulate bad bacteria. And then other things you can do is fix your gut. Recalibrate your immune system. Um, focus on brushing and flossing. Try to work on exercises to prevent mouth breathing, which basically being conscious of shutting your mouth. That's all I've learned. Shut your so. mouth, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> and then foods to watch out for is skip sugar and grains because what does sugar do? What if I taught you that sugar does? So you want to skip sugar and grains or try to reduce them because sugar feeds bacteria. It feeds right, a lot of things right. in the body That's that we right. don't want. <laughs> so we can have candida overgrowth and yeast overgrowth. I'm nervous and I froze up. 
<laughs> and so you want to skip the sugar and the grains or at least reduce them so you're not feeding all this bad bacteria. You also want to consume more healthy fats. Drink warm lemon water. Do you drink warm lemon water in the morning? Not every morning, no. Okay, warm lemon water in the morning because the lemon is actually going to help kill bad bacteria. Like, you know how they say rub, you know, TJ, your husband, makes wood cutting boards. And one of the best ways to clean it is to, like, to get the odor out of a cutting board is to rub a lemon on it. Right. Right? So it cleans things. You can rub that off. So warm lemon water can help. You can even suck on a lemon, and that will actually help to repopulate the better bacteria, fresh herbs, and better hydration which we just did a whole series, a whole challenge on better hydration. So if you're not following along, make sure you go back to Instagram or Facebook and learn more about that. But the last thing that you know a lot about since you do this every day is tongue scraping. Yes. Why did you start tongue scraping? Um, my dentist recommended it for just oral health in general, but it's also really good to get yeah that bacteria out of your mouth, right? Yes. Okay. So your tongue... It's also like once you start doing it, you realize how gross your tongue is and like... You just want to scrape it until it's clean. So so your tongue holds a lot of, like, it has a lot of crevices in it. And yeah. so it holds a lot of bacteria, especially when you get, like, way back down towards your throat. So when you tongue scrape, what's the tongue scraper look like? It's just, like, a plastic thing. Like, it's bendable plastic, and you just bend it and wrap it down your tongue. And it's kind of got, like, a serrated... Yeah, it's got, like, a serrated... You can have, like, a soft side or a rough side. I use the rough side, and I just scrape it, like, maybe three or four times. And you and have to get back have to quite do. a ways, like to yeah, the point you where you're almost gags like, you. Yeah. And then you pull it and forward. And then you just rinse it, and I just, like, throw it in the dishwasher every once in a while. That's it. Yeah. So you can buy metal ones, too, which yeah. is probably a little bit healthier for you. But well, we'll let you go with the plastic The plastic one, one was free from the dentist. So. <laughs> Tongue scrapers cost no more than a couple of dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's less than a... Uh, it's less than a toothbrush. But tongue scrapers are great because then, you, like she said, you put it all the way to the back of your throat. You pull it forward, rinse it off, and you just keep doing that until almost until everything. It's clean. Until I just it's do clean. it until nothing comes off anymore. And what comes off? Because everyone's it's wondering. Like, gross. like, it depends on what you ate that day, I guess. But, like, I just had coffee, so if I did mine now, it would be, like, brown. Like, filmy spit. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. So things come off. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's not chunky, but it's, like, No, fake it's saliva. just, like, colored saliva mm -hmm. from whatever you ate that day. And you just do it till it's clean. Yeah. So that's tongue scraping. It's something that I think more people should get in the practice of because the tongue does grow a lot of bacteria. And even if you don't have bad breath, it helps prevent other things um, like oral and gum disease, tonsillitis, sinitis can be prevented from all of that and just helps your digestion because digestion starts in the mouth. It actually starts at the side of food, but in your mouth. So we need to have a healthy tongue. So that's it for bad breath. What did you take away from this? Did I put you on the spot again? Are you getting yes, nervous? I'm are you clamming up? <laughs> My palms are sweating. Coffee can cause bad breath as you're sitting here um, sipping coffee. Yeah, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, I don't know. Like, I don't have to smell my own breath. So. <laughs> you definitely don't have the phobia that I, I do. Does that, do I have matcha breath? I don't know. Don't I'm smell it. This is weird. Close to you. Um, you can't smell through the radio, so... <laughs> Don't you mince. Don't temporarily, like anything in health, this is what I want you to learn. Like anything in health, don't temporarily put a band-aid on the solution. I don't or chew on gum. the problem. I don't chew gum anymore, so I guess like that would have been my go-to, but I don't really do that anymore. I feel like tongue scraping has been like a game changer, I would say. I mean, it's not something I like really worried about, but I feel like, I don't know. Like I feel like if my mouth is like clean, then mm. I don't worry about bad breath, I guess. Right. So flossing. Yeah. Which is yeah, something I that a lot of people skip. 
And, and just like gum disease. So of course, the most concerning thing that you probably have going on if you have bad breath is some kind of gum disease, which is super dangerous. In fact, it's like the, the, the reason for widowmakers, which are like the heart attacks of all of a sudden, you know, they're just gone. They die, massive heart attack, and it's over. Um, they're linking a lot of that back to gum disease. So keeping your teeth and your gums clean and tongue scraping helps. And that just is reducing the bad bacteria in your mouth. So those are all good things. And like I said, like anything in health, it's not just about slapping a Band-Aid on the problem. What it's about? It's about seeking the real solution and doing the work. What about oil pulling? Yeah, oil pulling is great because it, it pulls the bacteria in between your teeth. So basically it's like a teaspoon of oil. You could add some essential oils, which are really great, better than mints or the artificial minty flavors to reduce bad breath. But you could add some essential oils like lemon or peppermint. And into the oil, you just put it in your mouth. You pull it between your teeth. So you just kind of swish it back and forth. They say up to 20 minutes. So you have to do it for 5 to 20 minutes. Every day, though. I don't think you have to do it every day. I mean, the more you do it, obviously, the better it is. Just getting into a habit of doing it. And it helps reduce the bacteria in your mouth and whitens your teeth. So some say it's better than brushing your teeth just because it gets into places where you otherwise wouldn't. I made oil pulling tabs. So I got like a silicone... Ice cube tray. Uh, ice cube tray. And then I just put, I mixed coconut, melted coconut oil with a few essential oils. And then I just poured it in, froze it, and then I just popped them out. And then we just keep the tabs and do it. I do it when I'm in the shower. Otherwise, the kids need me too often. And so I just do it in the shower. But don't spit it down the drain because it'll clog your drain because coconut oil will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would spit it in the garbage. <laughs> and coconut oil, just like tongue scraping, it can... It can look pretty nasty by the time you spit it out. Yeah. So you just swish it back and forth. Start with five minutes and work yourself up. But those are a really easy solution, especially if you have bad oral health or you're prone to more cavities and bacteria in your mouth anyways, which we tend to be thanks to partly genetics. We tend to have a little bit more of our oral health issues over here. Um, but that can help prevent that and really whiten your teeth up. Um, anyways, Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Simple Roots Radio, this Friday bonus episode of your most embarrassing health questions answered. So now if you're dealing with bad breath, you can learn ways to fix it. But if it's serious enough, you really probably should seek medical help because there are some conditions that cause bad breath that are really serious. So if you're struggling, try some of these out. If it doesn't get better, make sure you seek medical help. Anyways, what? Stay tuned because they're going to get more embarrassing. <laughs> Stay tuned because the questions are going to get more. We're just more. dipping our toes in the water, people. <laughs> more and more. So next week, I'll be back here with a regular episode of Simpler's Radio, diving more into the mindset, specifically how your emotions are affecting your health and what you can do about it. And then following Friday, we're going to dig into body odor and stinky feet. We're going right in. And that's just, again, we're just getting a little bit deeper before we get all the way in. So stay tuned.